I'm Kevin Gale, voice of the Crusaders, and this is Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics, presented by UMass Memorial Health. Today, we're shining the spotlight on former Crusader field hockey player, Philomena Fitzgerald. This July, Philomena was honored by the Alexandria, Virginia Chamber of Commerce as a member of its 40 Under 40. This yearly event celebrates outstanding individuals from so many different industries to highlight their impact on the Alexandria community. Today, Philomena is the Small Business Program Manager for the Alexandria Economic Development Partnership, and she's with us here on Seder Stories. Phil, congratulations on this tremendous honor in your hometown. Hi, Kevin. Thank you so much. You're an Alexandria native. It's a beautiful historic town on the banks of the Potomac, just south of D.C., for those of you who haven't been there. How did you see your role with the AEDP carrying Alexandria into the future? It kind of really started with graduating from Holy Cross. So graduated in 2020, which was a bit of a tough year to graduate. So I came back home to Alexandria. It's where I was born and raised. And I was really trying to find a way to use my economics degree because I studied economics at Holy Cross and really fell into um, love with it and kind of just the whole um, economic development side of things. And I kind of came across this job at ADP and I get to work daily with small businesses and it kind of inspired me to to fill a gap and start my own. Um, And it just kind of all the pieces fell into place. When you learned that you'd be among this prestigious list of 40 under 40, how did it feel to know that you're already leaving an impact on your hometown? It was exciting to learn. It was a little bit shocking too, because I um, am kind of on the younger end of the spectrum. But yeah, it was incredibly humbling. And it was just great to see my team, um, both my my friends and my family that were able to come and support me at the event and my team members from AEDP coming and out and supporting me it just really gives me um, that kind of extra push to keep doing the things that I'm doing, whether that be with helping small businesses or helping spread field hockey knowledge around Northern Virginia. Um, it really, really was just kind of a nice recognition to have. I'm glad you mentioned spreading field hockey around Virginia. It's still obviously a big part of your life. You're actually coaching at your alma mater, Alexandria City High. How special is it to share that passion with other young athletes that are just like you coming through the high school ranks? It is really great to kind of circle back and be at my alma mater. I am uh, coaching with my JV coach uh, that was there when I was there. So it's really great to work with her and kind of um, just continue to spread our love and kind of knowledge of the game because there's not too many people in Northern Virginia. It's not that much of a hub for field hockey right now. It's growing, which is great, um, but it is a small community. So we all kind of know each other, uh, which is nice. But but yeah, being able to kind of come back and and play on the turfs that I used to play at, see the improvements that are happening at the high school um, level and just really kind of ramping up that style of play and the competitiveness of the teams is something I feel kind of honored to, to give back. It's great to hear you're spreading the word about field hockey, but I saw that you're also doing some soccer coaching as well. They've got you busy there. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was funny because my first my first year kind of coming out of graduating from Holy Cross, I agreed to to co-coach with my um, 
my JV coach, who was now the varsity head coach uh, for field hockey. And during the fall season, we were kind of just chatting about um, the spring too, because she also coaches soccer for the high school. And she was just saying, oh, we need a coach. We need someone to kind of step into that role. And I was like, well, I'm around. So if you need someone um, and no one's kind of stepped up to the plate, I can help out and just kind of provide my expertise and those sorts of things and be in a supporting role there. So yeah, come, come January, they didn't really have any bites. So I just kind of stepped up to the plate and was able to help out with the JV team. And I got to meet another incredible alumni of the, of the high school um, and, and coached with her. And it was a really fun time. You have such a well-rounded resume at, at such a young age. I'm glad you mentioned your economics degree from Holy Cross, but that wasn't all. In addition to field hockey, a minor in dance and a concentration in Africana studies, you were a member of the Student Advisory Council as well among athletes. Among all those experiences beyond just learning the facts of economic theory, what were those experiences most valuable in teaching you as you move into the real world? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think it really kind of all comes back to relationships, the relationships that you build between classmates, between teammates, between people that are experiencing different things than you. I also was able to take a main master in India. Um, so I was really able to kind of tackle and approach um, so many different items during just my four years and meet so many different people and not just kind of hone in on economics. I was able to kind of translate that to my Africana studies concentration. There was a lot of overlap that was wonderful and that my professors even kind of encouraged. Like one of the professors that was in the India Maymester is a sports economist, was Professor Matheson. So it was really great just kind of bonding over the things that I enjoyed doing, whether it was economics or dance, and being able to establish those relationships with people that kind of shared similar interests, but also had different experiences. That's awesome. And, and for those who don't know, Philomena's alma mater and where she coaches field hockey today, Alexandria City High, was previously known as T.C. Williams, the real-life inspiration for one of my all-time favorite sports movies, Remember the Titans. I've got to ask, how's that legacy still honored at the high school today? Goodness, that's a great question. Um, I like to joke that when you graduate from T.C. or now it's A.C., um, you're kind of built in with a, with a fun fact. Um, right outside of the gym in the high school, there is a full display case of kind of that special team, um, that football team. There's pictures uh, from the actual team, but then also from the movie. There's a huge cardboard cutout with Denzel Washington's face on it. <laughs> it's it's wonderful and and it's great kind of to is a great representation of the school and kind of the, the great things that are coming out of Alexandria. Philomena, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be joined by a special guest, your former head coach and the leader of the Holy Cross field hockey program, head coach Lindsey Jackson. That's next on Seder Stories. At Fuel America, we've created a place for people to gather, to share their stories. We are a destination and we are a starting point because Fuel America is not just our name, it's our mission. We are UMass Memorial Health, and innovation is something that defines us, that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity 
for everyone to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Wegmans Meals To Go makes eating well extra easy. Power up with one of our poke bowls or poke salads. They're made with all your favorite sushi ingredients and served over your choice of greens or grains. Pick from shrimp, king salmon, ahi tuna, and more. And poke is just the beginning. Our fresh-made salads, hand-rolled sushi, and other favorites can be delivered right to your door with a simple tap or click. Order on the app or visit Mealstogo.com. Select stores only. Minimum $20 order for delivery. Check availability in your area. The right way to top a sub is with real red wine vinegar made from red grapes and no food coloring. And the right way to film it is in slow motion, obviously. Because authentic ingredients make a sub above. Whether you are looking at hosting a birthday party, corporate or youth team outing, church group, or just a night out with some friends, Holy Cross Athletics has just the experience to make your event unforgettable. Holy Cross Athletics offers a number of interactive group experiences where your groups can even have the option of adding food and drinks to your experience. For more information, please call 1-844-GO-CROSS or email us at tickets at holycross.edu. 2023 Holy Cross football season tickets are now on sale. Secure your seat all season long at Fit and Field with the four-time defending Patriot League champs. Learn more about season tickets at GoHolyCross.com slash tickets or by calling 1-844-GO-CROSS. Welcome back to Seder Stories presented by UMass Memorial Health. I'm Kevin Gale, voice of the Crusaders, talking Holy Cross field hockey with Crusader alum Philomena Fitzgerald and now head coach Lindsey Jackson. Coach, thanks for joining us. We talked in the first segment about all the incredible work that, well, you call her Phil, is doing today in her hometown of Alexandria, Virginia. What made Philomena such a star on the rise when she played in your program? Philomena, short for Phil, you know, everybody kind of knows her as Phil. And it's funny, I'm sitting here in our conference room looking out on the field, and I can still see the night that Phil came up for a clinic when we were recruiting her and chatted with her afterwards with her mom and her youngest brother. Phil is also, fun fact, one of six, one of five. Yeah. Five. So you talk about a crew of support for Miss Philomena. You know, it, it was just an exceptional experience. So I can still remember that conversation um, with her mom, with her about just how, you know, we could see on the field these pieces that we weren't quite sure. We're like, there's something about this player and we needed to see more of her. And, and then in talking with her, I just left that conversation with joy of like, this is a kid we got to have on campus. This is a kid we got to have on our team. And I mean, we still talk about it myself and my assistant coach, Maddie, where, I mean, Philomena is a phenomenal woman and we are so happy to have known her and got to work with her. She is fiercely competitive. Don't let her kindness fool you. Um, But that's exactly it. She's one of the kindest young women I have ever met. Very caring, very passionate about what she feels is important. And you feel that when you talk to her and then she's also fiercely competitive. So like, don't get in her way because she's going to run you over. So those would be the two things I think stand out the most 
if I'm going to keep it short. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Philomena, to, to hear the kind of joy that you and your family sparked in, in Coach Jackson's program, how did you feel on the other side that Holy Cross was the perfect place for you, especially coming from the Mid-Atlantic? Yeah, it was incredibly exciting. Um, every conversation I had with Coach and with members of the team uh, during that recruiting process was, it just felt like everything clicked into place. And it was funny because not many people from my hometown like know about Holy Cross or have gone to Holy Cross, but a really close family friend had gone and like kind of got word that I was looking there and just, it just felt like another sign to, to really go and commit. But yeah, it was just a really fun time. Um, something that myself and my family were able to enjoy kind of all four years of. Coach, in addition to just the sheer volume of fans that, that Phil brought to the program, yeah. over the course of her career, you said there were these missing pieces, these roles, these traits that you were looking for that Philomena could help fill. How did you see her role grow and change over the course of her career? Yeah, you the 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 growth that Phil had and, and each year the impact that she had on the program while she was here for four years was truly tremendous. I mean, there's some highlight moments and games that Again, I still talk about with the team and give examples of, you know, there's one game where you talk about a spark and, and this also the song Alicia Keys, that girl is on fire. I sing it all the time and instantly think of Phil because <laughs> I'll, and I'll tell you the story and Phil knows it. We were at Lehigh and we were playing, you know, the Lehigh Patriot League opponent, big game. Every game matters in the Patriot League to make our tournament. And we were down three, one, three, zero. And Phil scores this goal. And we were like, yes, this is awesome. Just sparked it. I think had a defensive play because Phil was a phenomenal player on both sides of the ball, attack and defense. Comes up with a great defensive play. We get to the other end of the field. We score a goal. I think she assisted it to maybe Meg Mulhern. And we were like, yes, we're back in this. We're back in this. They scored. I think it was a tie tie game. So at the restart, we have the ball. Phil has it on the 50. Clock starts. She makes a couple of moves around the initial defender in the midfield. Next thing you know, she's at the top of the D. She scores a goal. We're now up in the game. And I mean, we like the excitement. I can feel it now. I'm getting goosebumps. We were just like... I mean, bananas on the sidelines. And I looked at Maddie and I'm like, that girl is on fire. And we like sang the Alicia Keys song and we ended up winning that game. <laughs> and that's the type of player that Phil was in actions and in words. She could ignite her teammates with her passion. And it's because, like I mentioned, her two, I think, really standout traits is that she's a compassionate, caring person. There wasn't a single teammate that didn't know with 100% of their heart, Phil cared about him. She loved your teammates. She loved this program. She cared about you. So you trusted her. You believed in her. You listened to her. And then when she's fiercely competitive and she tells you, you better get going or we need to light a fire, you did it. And so she did it in words and she was able to do it in actions. And that was over the four years. And that's just one story of her doing that um, that I can share with you. Phil, you had some incredible individual accolades. I mean, that, that's a great story of, of a clutch moment in a key game. We could talk about all tournament teams. We could talk about academic honor roll across the Patriot League. But in your mind, 
what were your most cherished memories as a team at Holy Cross? Oh gosh. Um, I think it probably it comes down to the, the locker room before games. <laughs> we would always have dances. The energy would always be up and, and just the bonding sense that we got kind of before the game started. And then when, as soon as we stepped onto the turf, we kind of locked it in and, and really grinded. Um, but, but yeah, definitely kind of those moments of fun and joy and laughter before the game actually started and then uh, you'll never forget kind of scoring your first goal so that definitely stuck with me too you're a head coach now yourself attracting the next generation of field hockey talent in northern virginia trying to get the word out about the sport what traits did you adopt from coach jackson what kind of sideline demeanor have you picked up from your former head coach <laughs> Well, I am definitely positive. And I think if anyone meets Coach Jackson, you know that she is very, very positive and it's just a wonderful presence to be around, um, especially when you kind of need that positive motivation, but she's also very real with kind of the situation. So I try to kind of adopt those practices into when I'm coaching, focus on the positive, address kind of what's happening, be realistic but also being resilient. So always having kind of your faith and your trust in your players and knowing that you've kind of trained them up to these key moments so that either mentally or physically, they're able to kind of perform the best that they can be. So, so really something that stuck with me um, during my four years was BT squared. So being your best today for a better tomorrow. I try to, I try to say a similar thing. I don't have the same like kind of trademarked. <laughs> trademark kind of alliteration there but but really kind of pushing pushing the people that I coach to to really be the best they could be not just for themselves but for their team I love the big picture ideas do you two talk strategy I mean you've got a d1 field hockey head coach in your phone I mean do you talk about the finer points of the game in coaching <laughs> I mean I think I remember texting coach the first year just asking like okay I remember these certain drills that we did during preseason can you just break them down to me I'm a little foggy on them and she quick response was like oh there's this and there's this and there's this so I always know that if I have a question or just need someone to kind of bounce ideas off of um she's a she's a quick text away coach when when young coaches reach out to you or, or when Philomena talks about building her own program what's what's the kind of advice that you give to the next generation of coaches in your sport yeah that could be a long answer too right it all a lot of factors go into that but um i think my first you know if we're talking that you just said if we're talking kind of bigger picture and conceptually i think it's always really important to be authentic and Phil's already alluded to some of that, but like, you got to be who you are. And I don't want you to be any, cause you can't be anybody else, but yourself. And we talk about that as a team too. And I think that as a coach, and I find that too, with some young coaches, sometimes you're trying to find your way. And like you had mentioned, okay, Phil, well, what'd you take away from coach Jackson? Well, so there's some things that she could see, but I don't want Phil to be anybody but her. And she's going to find her own coaching style. And so, yes, what we, had done together as a team and, and, and Phil being a captain, you know, we had a, a lot of conversations throughout her time with uh, working together, but it's always just be authentic and be who you are and you'll find your path. And I think, you know, just everyone's going to have different ways about it, 
Um, and I think that that's always the number one. And then, yeah, okay, you want to talk tactics? Okay, well, let's do that. Or you want to talk specific drills? Okay, let's break that down. And, you know, even now, if Thor would be like, well, hey, what do you do about this? Well, we've advanced, right? And we've shifted and we've grown. And so the way that we do things now is a little bit different than what Phil when she was here. And then there's some things conceptually that are the same and it should be. And that's more of our culture side of things. Uh, but the on field, you know, that shifts and changes just like the game does as everything is moving. Um, but conceptually, I, I think some of the best advice, because I've thought there's other coaches, other young, you know, coaches that have played for me that have left and have gone coaching. And it's always just be authentic in who you are. And then I can help guide you down some other paths if there's more specific questions about things. I'm so glad that you two got to share some of these memories together on this podcast. But, but Phil, I mean, I want to give you the last word on this. You're not too far removed from your own graduation day. So you were talking to seniors either in the current Holy Cross field hockey program or other student athletes on campus. How can they make the most of that last go around last season at Holy Cross? Oh, goodness. It's a loaded question. That's a big one. Um, I would definitely say to really embrace every game. Try to, I know that there will probably be nerves and anxiety, but really try to focus on the positives, try to be present. Um, it's easier said than done, but, but really staying present in those moments, like you'll thank yourself for those later. Philomena, congratulations again on all your accomplishments since graduation. Hasn't been too long, but you're clearly already leaving your impact in Alexandria, Virginia. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. <laughs> I have I have one more thing. I just want to make sure because like <laughs> Phil is so phenomenal. And you mentioned it. She was involved in SAC. She was the SAC president <laughs> her senior year. And I take a lot of pride in that because we are now going in field hockey. We have our third SAC president since I've been here. Brooke Ross, rising senior, is going to be is their SAC president. Philomena Fitzgerald, SAC president. Maureen Connolly, SAC president. And my eight to nine years, I'm going into my ninth season that I've been here. And for those that don't know what SAC is, Student Athletic Advisory Committee, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can choose the people that are involved in that. But it's an important organization in the school, but it also is nationwide too and in the Patriot League. And I think it just speaks to the type of people that and the culture that we have, I think, within the field hockey program. And I'm really proud of that. And Maddie and I talked about, we're like, we're going on three SAC presidents. <laughs> That is awesome. So I just want to make sure everybody knows too, when we talk about how phenomenal of a young woman Phil is, you know, again, <clears throat> she was able to manage time. She was diverse with who she talked with on campus. She, you know, integrated and had relationships with a lot of different people on campus, not just the field hockey program. And I think, again, there's just some very specialness Ness. There's the ness about Philomena that I want to make sure everybody knows about. And there's a reason why she's on this podcast and, and got for 40 under 40 at, what are you, 25, 26? 25, yeah. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> so I had to make sure, Kevin, we throw that in there. That cannot be left out. No, that's a spectacular legacy. Maybe even a dynasty now with all right? the <laughs> coming through. I'm here. going for yeah. it, Kevin. Three? I'm going for it. That's wonderful. <laughs> I, as I'm recruiting, that's now part of it now. Like, are you interested in SAC and do you want to be a president? Okay, you can come in here. 
<laughs> That's incredible. Thank you again, Philomena. Let's take one last break. When we return, we'll talk with Coach Jackson about the new season ahead, and maybe she'll tell us who the next president will be right here on Sater Stories. We are UMass Memorial Health, and innovation is something that defines us, that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone, to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Wegmans Meals To Go makes eating well extra easy. Power up with one of our poke bowls or poke salads. They're made with all your favorite sushi ingredients and served over your choice of greens or grains. Pick from shrimp, king salmon, ahi tuna, and more. And poke is just the beginning. Our fresh-made salads, hand-rolled sushi, and other favorites can be delivered right to your door with a simple tap or click. Order on the app or visit Mealstogo.com. Select stores only. Minimum $20 order for delivery. Check availability in your area. The right way to top a sub is with real red wine vinegar made from red grapes and no food coloring. And the right way to film it is in slow motion. Obviously. Because authentic ingredients make a sub above. We are UMass Memorial Health, and innovation is something that defines us, that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Getting that perfect slice is satisfying, fulfilling, and rewarding too. But we don't do it for fun. We do it for fresh. Slice to order makes a sub above. 2023 Holy Cross basketball season tickets are now on sale. Secure your seat all season long at the Hart Center to see Maureen McGarity's Crusaders defend their Patriot League women's basketball title. Plus, Dave Paulson launches a brand new era of Crusader men's basketball. Get your season tickets at GoHolyCross.com slash tickets or by calling 1-844-GO-CROSS. I'm Kevin Gale, voice of the Crusaders, welcoming you back to Seder Stories, presented by UMass Memorial Health. I'm joined by Holy Cross field hockey head coach, Lindsey Jackson. Coach, you're coming off a seven-win season, most for your team since 2017. What are the expectations like as we're just a couple weeks out from a new season? Very high. <laughs> um, to put it simply, I think, you know, so we won seven games last year. Most since 2017, great. But seven games, it's not enough. Now, if you look at the overall and then this stat, and we talked about it all spring with our team, <clears throat> of our 10 losses, seven were by one goal. Of those seven, four were in overtime. Wow. So you're talking, you've, you, you take just the, let's just take the four from overtime, right? Because that's a split second decision that changes everything. You know, because it's a, vict a sudden victory, right? The goal score, sudden victory, it's over. You just take those four and the season looks very different, right? 11 and six feels and looks a whole lot different than seven and 10. And we talked about all last spring that we win those four games right now in the spring. We win those by pushing our speed 
and getting faster and getting stronger and becoming a, a more cohesive team by challenging ourselves with how we tactically are playing and really dialing in and taking it to the next level. And we had the best spring we have had, you know, spring scrimmages. You don't really keep track of the score, but you do, right? And we won out of the five games, we were four and one. And we haven't ever done that in the spring. And we beat teams we had never beaten, whether it was a scrimmage or a game. So we feel really great about what we accomplished. We all know that every team this is a new chapter. This is a new team. This is a new group of people. Um, but we're building off of something that was really good. And the expectations are very high. It sounds like the team as a whole is ready to take that next step, win some more of these closer games. Let's talk about some of your individuals. You've got some great returners, including your leading scorer, Megan Forey from South Africa. She's jumping up to a junior season now. How do you expect her role and her leadership to grow in addition to her offense? Sure. And, you know, and Meg has, has taken on a lot of different roles on the field. Um, you know, if we're talking about the play, you know, she's an attacker, she's a leading scorer, but really we have her playing in the midfield and she does a really good job of igniting the play up the field and continuing to follow. Right. And it's important to support the play. Um, and she does a really good job of supporting the play and it shows in those stats that she's finishing. So not only is she helping to advance the play up the field as we're in the midfield, but she's in the circle ready to finish. And I think that that's really important. Um, she has a tenacity about her inside the D that shows in her stats why she scores so many goals uh, because she wants to score goals and you can't teach that right that's one of the hard things like you can't teach that you can continue to hone it and and help with the skills and I think that that's a piece that sets her apart is her tenacity who are a couple players we could expect a breakout season from this year oh boy breakout season um you know I'm looking at the roster or thinking about it in my head and I think the piece that I love so much or what I'm so excited about for this team and, and why we had a great spring and why I have high expectations for this coming season is that there's so many players that are doing their part. There are so many of our players that are pushing the tempo and the pace and practice and that are making things happen that are challenging the person next to them. So it's hard to just pick a few to be really honest with you. If I'm looking at our senior class, which is stacked, you know, Ali McDonough, Katie Gooden, Riley McComas, Sarah Potter. I mean, every day in practice, they are pushing their 1% more and therefore everybody else's as well. And I think that that is what moves the needle. Brooke Ross and the goal is had a phenomenal year last fall and last spring, and she's going to be leading us from the backfield. Haley Davis, who is a senior, led the country last fall in defensive saves individually. And then us as a team were second in the country for defensive saves because she had 13 of our 15 total. So you talk about doing your job, <laughs> you know, she did a amazing job at that. And so as far as a breakout, I think, I don't know if anything's going to be of these breakouts, but all of those players I just mentioned, plus a handful more, Julia Carroza, Kendall Bloomquist, uh, Megan Shinbine, are just chipping away at things, 
where it's like death by a thousand cuts. Like they just get it done every day, getting that much better that it could be a breakout. I'm hoping for all of us. I'm glad you mentioned Haley Davis as well. I had the opportunity to talk with her on our previous episode of Seder Stories. We caught up with student athletes who are building their careers through summer internships. She's doing incredible work with Mass General Hospital in Boston through their sports psychology program. In terms of other off-season commitments, we talked with Philomena earlier in this podcast about the great career ascent that she's had in Alexandria. How important is it for your players to stay well-rounded beyond field hockey? I mean, that's the Holy Cross way, isn't it? (laughs) Um, It's 100% a part of their experience here. And when we are in the recruiting process with people, we always like, well, you got to come on campus and you got to go to a class and you got to go to lunch and you got to just feel the campus and the community. And, And Philomena, earlier touched on it, that it's community and it's the relationships. And and what does that do for your experience at Holy Cross? It does everything. I mean, that's why people bleed purple. And that's why I enjoy being here so much is that every young woman that has come into this program and that I have had the absolute pleasure and, and privilege to work with want more than just A and B right? They want A, B, C, D, E, and F. And that's when I have to talk to them and say, well, you also have to keep your sanity. So let's figure out how we can maybe do four of those 10 things and do them really, really well. And and you have a great experience. Um, So I think it is the Holy Cross way to be a dynamic young person. And I think it's part of my job, or I have found it to be, to work with them and help to guide and say, it's okay to say no sometimes. And you have to know what your max is and how to not stretch yourself too thin. Because I think that's what attracts people to Holy Cross is there's so much I can do and there's so much I can be. And this is a place where the expectation is to do that. And it's also set up to let you thrive in that environment. And I think that that's what we try to do um, is how do we help them thrive with the dreams that they have of what they can do across all facets of their life. There's no doubt about that coach over the five seasons of this podcast. Now that's the common thread we hear (laughs) current former student athlete crusader coach is that well-roundedness you're opening the new season Friday, August 25th at home against Stonehill. And I got to say heart turf field is looking better than ever on campus after that 2022 renovation. How valuable has that facility improvement been for your program? Oh my goodness. I I mean, I'm looking at it right now and I just, like, I can't smile any bigger than I am. I mean, one, it's a beautiful facility in general. We've had people come, you know, again, with recruiting, uh, we have companies that come out to look at some different, you know, advances maybe for us technology wise, we had a gentleman come out and he was like, this really is a beautiful facility. And I'm like, yes, it is. Wait till the fall. You won't want to leave. You'll set up your tent because it's just in general, right? We're in a beautiful place. Uh, We just had an amazing renovation done to it where we got an automatic watering system put in, which we have never had. And we're one of, you could count on your hand out of all the 80 plus division one schools that had that. And now we've got a state of the art, top of the line watering system that has made my life, my team's life, our facilities life's 
better, easier, more efficient, all of those things. So we have a better playing surface. Um, the track is beautiful that goes around it. And then the turf, it's got our purple, Holy Cross Crusaders. I mean, we're just crushing it. And how has that helped us? I mean, any recruit that comes up here is absolutely wowed by all the facilities. You walk around the Luth Athletic Complex, let alone you went in the Performing Arts Center or you went down to the Wellness Center or any of the other buildings, you're impressed. You walk in our weight room, you're impressed. You walk out to this brand new turf and you're like, wow, this is really nice. So it has helped us tremendously with recruiting and Again, I think our players also currently, they feel that too, where you walk out, you've got a sense of pride. This is a really nice facility. And I just learned about this from you today, coach. Can you give the casual fans listening an idea of how much time you've gotten back just through that new watering system? I have anyone that'll have my ear, I will tell them, Kevin, because <laughs> I am so excited about it. So I've been here now, I'm going into my ninth season, which is wild to think about. And the archaic system that we used to have, and a lot of people always ask too, why do you water a turf? It doesn't make any sense. It's an artificial turf. Why do you water? Well, I'll start out with that. In general for field hockey, you water our turf and our turf is, um, AstroTurf is the company that produces it. But if you see it, think of a carpet versus the infill turf that has the pebbles, right? So we have, uh, it looks like a carpet. Um, think like kind of Velcro-y-ish. And you water it so that you have a really true flat surface and it and the ball will play more true. It will mm -hmm. stay flat when it's intended to stay flat um, and that it isn't bouncy like a concrete that it would be if you didn't water it. Um, it also helps with our goalkeepers and they're sliding on the turf. So if you think about why does ice hockey Zamboni you know, why do you go and do that before you play or before you practice? Well, because the surface is better. So it's very similar that we put that little bit of water on the turf so that it's a better system to play and it's safer. Now, we used to have this insane system where we would roll out fire hoses and we would connect them to a cannon and it would take three hours to water. So you talk about two energy wise, nature wise. Oh my goodness. I am sorry for how much water we used in those days, but that was what we had to do. Then we cut it down a few years ago. I think it was Philomena's last year. So season of 2019, we got a automatic uh, self-retracting hose. Basically it's a large piece of farm equipment and it cut that time in half to an hour and a half. Hallelujah. We are feeling really good. Well, when this project was in mind, it was asked, coach, do you, do we, I know I had said, are we asking about the water system? And I was like, well, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to do it. You know, and boy, you'd have quite a headache because of all these things. I'm like, if we don't do this, I'm not setting ourselves up for success. And we were able to do it, which was amazing. Now it takes 16 minutes to water the entire wow. turf the way that it should be. So I know that's a long answer, but I'm telling you, you know, in preseason, we'd be up at 4.30 in the morning to water the turf, to be ready for our team for practice. And my assistants wouldn't be able to be at team meetings or team meals because they'd have to be watering the turf. And so what that's done for us and our facilities is just amazing. Wow. From three hours to 16 minutes, that is an incredible quality of life improvement for your program. Quality of life, amount of water, efficiency, all of it, all of it. Considering all that's happened in the last couple of years, 
facilities improving, the growth of the program, the outstanding student athletes you're bringing through. You're also honoring the past this season, celebrating the 25th anniversary of the 1998 Patriot League championship team. What still stands out to you about that championship run for the Crusaders? Yeah, it's pretty cool. And it's impressive. I mean, the former coach, Meg Galligan, who was here for 25 plus years or so, you know, obviously you can see that the the lineage and, and what she created around the program at that time. I mean, just last year, we celebrated the 1997 Patriot League championship program uh, team. And that was really cool. The energy, we had them here this past spring and the energy that they had and that they were able to come on this brand new turf. I mean, they were, it was electric. It was cool. And you know, talking with them, because again, so we're going to be acknowledging that same group, except for a handful here and there for this 97, 98 team. And so they won back to back Patriot League. That's really impressive. And so for me too, as a coach, how'd you do that? Right. I want to talk with them. How did you do it in that moment in time? Because, yeah, things are different in the way the games have advanced and teams and all of that. But there's still that we talked about with Phil that there's that nest that Phil has as a human being. Well, there's still a nest of a team to win a championship. And how do you do it back to back? You know, that that's something to ask them and to talk about. And um, we're really excited for that. And to add on to it, um, Leaf Hewen was a freshman on that team in 98. And she's also going to be inducted into the hall of fame this year. So for field hockey in general, we're really excited this fall to just celebrate this program and the success and, and where we can take it. I think it also gives me some fire and it gives the current team fire of, okay, there's some history within this program about winning the Patriot league. And we need to get back to that. Coach, I want to wrap it up with this, whether we're talking about the former championship teams under Coach Galligan, whether we're talking about Philomena Fitzgerald or the future of this program. I've noticed one thing throughout this interview. You've had a big smile on your face. The energy <laughs> is clearly palpable in your office right now. It's great to see the excitement around this program, and we'll look forward to seeing your team back on the field just a couple weeks from now. That's right. Thanks, Kevin. I really appreciate the time and the energy and the effort and, and the acknowledgement of this program and the young women that, that make it special to me. That's awesome. We're happy to do it with you and uh, best of luck the rest of the summer. And thanks to everyone for tuning in to this edition of Seder Stories. We ask that you spread the word. Tell your friends about Seder Stories. Share it with Crusaders all over the world. They can subscribe on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you love hearing these stories from Crusaders, leave us a five-star rating and review. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm Kevin Gale. Go Cross Go.